How good's a Friday? Hey guys, Silly Talk Sports here and I'm back for another Friday, Season 3, Episode 15. Myself and producer Sharla coming to you live as per usual from the hub and the home of podcasting out west here in Fenorpai. Actually coming to you from Level 3 Lockdown. As you'd know, huge news Tuesday night. Tamaki Makoto, Auckland, Level 3 Lockdown, not big fizz from your mates early and to be fair my Tuesday was going pretty well bit of a wet night out there so the Northcote coaches in a bit of a masterstroke decided to host a bit of an indoor session bit of yoga and pilates for the boys so I came home nice and stretched and with a bit of a spring in my step came through the front door firing on all cylinders and then what do I see on the tv screens but old auntie Cindy And when you see Cindy on your screens, 9pm on a Tuesday, you know it can't be good news. And good news, it was not. So back in lockdown, but we will survive. Not great for footy, both professional and grassroots, but we'll get into that later on in the mixer. But as per usual this week, we're going to cover your NRL, your super rugby, bit of grassroots chat, throw in a bit of an NBA update, and she nears towards the playoffs and the business end of the season. And then, of course, throw in everyone's favourite segments, your Magic Multi and your Q&A. NRL, round 13, she kicked off last Thursday night, and it was the Dragons hosting the Roosters from Wynn Stadium in Wollongong. The Chooks coming away with the Lollies, and a bit of a tight clash there, 24 points to 16. Then rolling through to your Freaky Friday, and she was a double header, and boy did she kick off with a hiss and a roar. It was the Manly Seagulls hosting our boys, the Ortex Waz from Lotto Land in Sydney, and it was the Waz coming away with the treats. Ripper of a performance, 26 points to 22. And as per usual, the media well and truly riding the boys off, but as I said last week, Backs against the wall, the Waz stand tall, stand tall they did. Came out of the box, firing like the one dog at Whanganui, 16 points to nil. And I thought, how good, this is going to be an absolute whitewash. But in true Warriors fashion, we like to make the full 80 minutes, bums on seats material, let the Seagulls back into it, score a few more points, then let them back in at the end, just to keep it a gripping game for the full 80. But a huge result and a great one for our young half pairing. Their first game together, of course, since old Blake Kakariki decided to depart our shores for the Knights. And boy, did they well and truly stand up. Chanel Harris-Tavita, Cody Nikarima, just guiding the boys around. Wet weather footy, a tough occasion to play in. But boy, did they play well and truly above their years. Some great tries for the boys, some great team tries as well. 
outside back scoring meat pies, and then Katoa dotting down as well. Great if you had him any time try scorer, some real value in that one. Huge win for the boys, though. Des Hasler's men, they were up against it. Got pumped by Penrith the week before. Everyone was expecting a huge shift from them in retaliation, but just not to be the better team on the night one. And, of course, that team was and always will be the Warriors. Then following that clash to round out your Friday, it was the Rabbitohs hosting the Broncos. It was the Bunnies coming away with the win, 28 points to 10. This game also ruined my multi, to be fair, so I was not fizzed. Had Katoni Staggs, anytime try scorer, thought he'd be a bit toey after that sex tape got leaked, but just couldn't find his way to the white line. Low fizz from me. Then your Super Saturday, we had the Storm pumping the dogs, 41 points to 10. The Knights, old cucks, got off to a winning start with them, 44 points to 4. They pumped the Tigers. And then the Big Cats, the Panthers, they got up over the Raiders in a heck of a tough game, it must be said. Physical and bruising encounter, 28 points to 12. Then for your Super Sunday, Titans, they pulled off a bit of an upset, it could be said, against the Cowgirls. 30 points to 10 up there on the Gold Coast. And then your final game for round 13 was the Eels coming away with a win over the Sharks, 14 points to 12, and a bit of a slippery occasion, it must be said. Which leads us through to round 14. She kicked off last night, and it was the men from Melbourne. They headed to Sydney to take on the Chooks, who have been absolutely decimated by injuries. But in saying that, Melbourne as well, without Cam Smith or Cam Munster. So I knew this game was going to be a tough one. Tough to call as well. TAB had Storm paying $2.90 on the nose. So, of course, I had to jump at that. Glad I did. 24 points to six. Bellamy's boys came away with a win. Unfortunately, Luke Carey injured for the Roosters. Looks to be quite a serious injury. Possibly a broken rib. Keep your eyes on that one. That could really affect the Roosters going forward. Moving on to tonight's clashes, again, a freaky Friday doubleheader, primetime television, 8pm kickoff, who do you chuck in for bums on seats? It is, of course, the Waz, and they are hosting the table-topping Panthers, who are well and truly flying high, it must be said. And once again, the Tab Warriors paying six fifty head-to-head, Panthers paying $1.10, they're writing us off, and you know what that means. Here comes the upset. One force change this week to the squad. Jack Hetherington, he's been ruled out. He actually got banned for four weeks for that high shot he put in on Marty Tapau. Thought it was a legit shot to me, but that's how much of a one-eyed Warriors fan I am. But Hetherington wouldn't have been able to play anyway. It was in his loan deal from the Panthers that he wouldn't play against them. So a big up yours to Ivan Cleary and the boys. Once again, they're riding us off, but I think the boys will pull off a big upset here. Looking forward to seeing that young halves pairing go at it again. And then the likes of Roger Tuivasa step, Alicia Katoa, Jermaine Tamora Brown running hard through the middle, big meters and big fizz. Of course, I'm back in the boys here. Another upset victory, one to tell your kids about Warriors 13 plus. You heard it here first. Then following that game, we've got the Eels taking on the Dragons from Bankwest Stadium in Sydney. 
I'm going to tip the upset here. I'm going to go to the Dragons. They're paying 450 as well. I think the Eels been winning the past few weeks, but looked a touch patchy, it must be said. So I'm going to tip the upset here, but it could be a big up yours from me. Then on your set, the Arvo, triple header, as per usual. We've got the Sharks hosting the Titans. Going to tip the Sharks there, Johnson's men to get the dub. Then we've got the Cowboys hosting the Rabbitohs in Townsville. I'm going to tip the Bunnies. And then we've got the Raiders hosting the Broncos. Broncos in absolute all sorts at the moment. You've got Seabold at home in Sydney in the bubble with all sorts of accusations about what he's been up to flying around in the media. Then you've also got 10 Broncos players possibly being stood down for bursting the bubble, going to the pub post the Sharks game, having a few beers and even a few spins on the old Mouldy pianos, possibly being hanging out with the Mouldy Elton John, Courtney McCarthy for that one. Broncos in all sorts, tipping the Raiders 13 plus there. And then your Sunday Arvo to round out round 14, you got the Knights hosting the Seagulls. I'm going to tip the Knights in a tight one there. And then the Tigers host the Dogs. Tigers riddled with injuries. They lose Harry Grant and then they lose young Billy Walters on the weekend as well. So really struggling for hookers. So I'm going to tip the Dogs, pull off the upset in that one, chuck the house on it. Should be another great round of God's game NRL. Right, Super Rugby Aotearoa, she kicked off last week and it was meant to be the second to last round of the competition and the Crusaders, they had a chance to wrap up the trophy on the Sunday Arvo and wrap it up they did, but we'll get into that one shortly because your Super Sati, 7.35 kickoff, it was the Swirls playing their last game at home for the season, Sky Sports Stadium hosting the Chiefs, looking to bring some mana to that jersey one last time as they were meant to have the bye this week. So I thought the Chiefs might come out a bit spirited and really bring some fizz, take it to the swirls on their home soil. But in the end, the Canes, too strong, 31 points to 18. Great result for the men from the Windy City. Then, your Super Sunday, it was the Crusaders hosting the Landers down there at Orange Ferry Stadium in Christchurch. Double would give them the championship and the Super Rugby Aotearoa trophy to be held for the first time. And boy, was she a tight tussle, it must be said. That Landers side, I've said it before, they never give up and they really brought the fight to the Crusaders, winning for large parts of the first half before the Cruisers, they got into their work, ran away with it late in the second, 32 points to 22, they take the trophy. And rumours are they must have had a massive steam up that night because I saw in the Herald someone's dropped the trophy or done something to it. They've really fucked it, broken it, and the family that made the trophy is not happy. So shout-outs to you, Bryn Yates. Love to get you on the show to hear what really went on. Sounds like you had a heck of a steam up, though, and it's hard to be mad at that. Also, shout-outs to old shooter, Sean Stevenson, Great Northcote man, of course, proud member of the Chiefs. He sent me a photo on Wednesday, still tucking in. So great to see the Chiefs 0-8 on the field, but absolutely ticking boxes off the field. Always a pleasure to see. 
And of course, this week, she was meant to be the final round of Super Rugby Aotearoa. Some great clashes as well. We had the Landers hosting the Swirls down there at Forsyth Bar Stadium in Dunedin. And then the one I was really looking forward to on the Sunday, 3.35, Sunday Arvo footy at Eden Park. Does not get any better. Blues versus the Cruisers. Sold out as well. Paid tickets to that game. Was really, really fizz for this encounter. Unfortunately, though, the writing is on the wall. Nothing's been announced at this stage, but it looks like she will be canned due to old COVID. So a big up yours to old COVID-19 from Surly, Robin the Blues, of a chance to put on one last great shift in what has been a massive season for them, it must be said. So that'll bring Super Rugby Aotearoa to a close. The Cruisers, they win it, which many people, to be fair, would have predicted. Honourable mentions, though, to the Blues and the Swirls. Massive performances from them throughout the season. Huge improvement, especially from our men, the Auckland Blues. They will not lose. And fizzed to see what they roll out with next year. No doubt gunning for the Crusaders. And that title, first time since 2003, would be huge. The Landers... They looked really shaky heading into the COVID lockdown, but boy, did they rip into this new competition and really demand respect from all teams. Tough side to put away, especially at home. For the Chiefs, not a campaign to tell your kids about, but I'm sure plenty of positives from them internally, and they will look to come back in 2021, right the wrongs, and bring back that mana to Waikato Stadium. Right, grassroots rugby last week. She was round eight, and boy, were there some mouth-watering clashes in this one. She kicked off with Shaw hosting Bays down there in Devonport, and it was Shaw coming away with the Lollies, 29 points to six in a massive second-half shift from the home side. Then we had Marist hosting Silverdale, and it was the Dale boys winning 38 points to 12. Mahu hosted Kumu. They took the toll road up north to Old Walkworth there and came away with the win. Kumu 69, Mahu nil. Bit of a comedic score there. No doubt a few giggles from more of the immature Surly Talk Sports listeners at that one. But then, of course, the game of the week, your Surly Talk Sports feature match. No surprises here. Northcote hosting Takapuna from the mighty graveyard, Harvey Wright. And it was the home side wearing maroon and gold coming away with the win, 18 points to five. And it was a huge shift on D from the Coat Lads, which set the scenes for an outstanding double year, it must be said. Really tough physical game, one versus two, Takapuna heading in undefeated, and you could see why, playing a great brand of footy and really testing the home side. But in the end, I think old Harry Dodds, old Dodsey, he was the difference on the day. Massive shift from the club icon and future captain, which saw Northcote get the dub. Shout-outs to Takapuna, though. Bruising encounter, and I know a lot of the boys were struggling on the Tuesday. Still some very sore bodies and dusty rigs, always a sign of a titanic clash. Which was meant to lead us into this week, round nine, but of course, oh, COVID struck, and North Harbour Rugby has decided to pull the pin on this week's this week's games. Hopefully, just for the week, we will find out later today, but I'm not here to bring you your current events. 
tune into TV One or News Talk ZB for that shit. But it was meant to be round nine, as I mentioned. So I'm going to roll through this week's fixtures and give you my predictions on what would have happened. Hopefully, old Wardy and Kingy from Harbour Rugby. I know they are avid Surly Talk Sports listeners. So maybe even they could factor in my results and predictions here, put them to use, make them count, and alter the old points table accordingly. We had Takapuna hosting Mahu, and I actually tipped Mahu to come down through the toll road one last game for the season, full of fizz, and get the W in that one. I had Mahu 13+. plus. Then we had Maris hosting Massey, had Massey in that one. Kumu hosting Dale, had the Mew in that one. Shaw versus the bye, I tipped the bye to finish the season off strong and come away with the four points. And then Northcote versus Bays actually had Cote in there. No fucking surprises at all. So that would have seen Cote finish top of the table after that Mahu victory and set us up for a big clash against Marist in the quarterfinals. So hopefully that can come to fruition in a few weeks' time when the season gets back underway. Big fizz. And remember, without the roots, there is no tree. And without the ladies in the kitchen, there is no grassroots footy. And not even COVID can stop grassroots footy. Right, a bit of NBA chat. little update for you. Of course, the boys are in the bubble. All the teams are in the NBA bubble in Orlando at the moment. They've turned Disneyland into a bit of a basketball hub so that the NBA season could get finished. And the regular season, she finishes tomorrow. So I thought I should tell you what's going on. The East, on the Eastern Conference, she's been all decided. All eight playoff teams have been secured and those matchups have been determined already. You got the number one ranked rank Bucks taking on the Orlando Magic, Toronto taking on Brooklyn, Miami taking on Indiana, and Boston taking on Philly in what should be a heck of a series there. Then over on the West, she's still all up for grabs, to be fair. You got four teams going at it Blazers, Grizzlies, Suns, and Spurs to see who can make that eighth and ninth spot. Then there'll be a play-in game between 8 versus 9 to see who moves on to the conference finals. So big fizz there. Should be an exciting last couple days in the NBA. Can't wait for playoffs. And up the mighty Lakers, LeBron James is the GOAT. Right, on to this week's Magic Multi. And surprise, surprise, she didn't come through last week. No shocks there. But if you had put the house on the Warriors, like I recommended, that property portfolio would well and truly be bursting at the seams right now. So you can't really be mad at me, to be fair. But for this week's Multi, I've gone the Dragons head-to-head with the upset over Para, paying $4.40. Then I've gone the Dogs, 1-12, to Another upset in the NRL up against the Tigers paying $4. Then I've gone Bayern Munich to beat Barcelona head-to-head in a bit of Champions League football paying $1.91. And then to round her out, of course, I've gone to the trots, the old horse races, Geelong, race six, number three, Karnama with William Pike on it. And you know the saying, back Pike, 
drink what you like. That's paying $3.50 on the nose to get the double yeah. $10 on that magic multi pays a healthy $917.84. Unfortunately, Doolins is shut this weekend, but bank that up, chuck it all on the Waz next week, and it'll be vodka sodas all around and up the mighty Danny Doolins. Right, now time for everyone's favorite segment, the old Q&A. Remember, if you got a question, send them in, surlytalksports at gmail.com, or hit me up on the old Facebook or Instagram. Producer Sharla is all over it. And she's given me the wink, which means we've got another question. And gratefully, she's another audio question. Boy, do these bar me up on me Friday, Arvo. So let's hear it, Producer Sharla. Yeah, g'day, Surly. Rita here. Um, <clears throat> really gutted not to see you and the boys last night at training. Really feeling a bit down, bud. Um, I'm sure most of the boys are pretty gutted. I won't chew your air off, though, like Scotty or Joe or Patrick Barlow on the piss after a doubtful performance. So a couple of quick questions, mate. Where does lockdown number two leave the Harbour Comp? And more importantly, which Monday will be our mad one? Cheers, Rito. Another ripper question from an absolute rooster, it must be said. And those keen listeners might actually recognise Rito's voice from the Surly Talk Sports intro each week. An absolute coat icon, loves a table slide, hates a shower. Always great to hear your voice on a Friday, Rito. Really missing you and the other coat lads. Feel like pure shit, just want footy back. Before I get into answering your question, mate, just a couple shout-outs must be made. First of all, shout-out to old Rito's hamstrings. They've been a bit dodgy lately, a bit tight, which has meant your old mate Surly has been able to be the captain each week. Wear the old C next to my name and lead the boys out. Always a massive honour leading out the Northcote men each week. So shout-out to your hamsters, mate. Hopefully they're resting up well and look forward to seeing you back out there in maroon and gold shortly. Secondly, you mentioned young Patrick Barlow there, and boy, has he had some wounding chat on the piss lately. Not afraid to tell you how good of a season he thinks he's having and how those eight kilos he put on in the off-season have really helped his game. So shout-outs to you, Barlow, mate. Keep it up. No praise like self-praise. Look, in regards to your question, mate, where does it leave the harbour comp? I'd like to think that the harbour hierarchy, the old administration there, will just factor in however long we are away from footy, add that on to the season and pick things up from where we left off. So say we have a two-week stand down here at level three, hopefully we come out of that, head straight into quarterfinals footy, then your semifinals then your finals, and we find a deserved winner the way it should be. And then in regards to your Mad Monday, and probably the most important part of this question, it must be said, look, hopefully again that two-week delay comes into play and I've got us scheduled in for a final on the 19th of September. That'll be huge, Fizz. So book out your 21st of September, mate, for your Mad Monday, win or lose, on the booze. Always a great weekend. Last year when we went down was possibly our biggest Mad Monday yet. So dust off the mouth guard in preparation, Rito. Look forward to seeing you do some of your best work on and off the field soon. 
Right, that's all we have time for this week. Although in saying that, not up to much else, to be fair. Fuck all you can do in lockdown. But hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Tuning in, make sure you support your teams, get involved, get behind the wars. No blues or grassroots footy this week, but that's okay. Warriors all day. Hope you enjoy your weekend of sporting action. See you next week. That was Surly Talk Sports. How good.